Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patented process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So, Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. All right, rock stars, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dan. I'm your MC on the stage today talking to yet another agency rock star. He is the CEO and, co- and founder, not co-founder. He's the founder and CEO got that backward, um, of Brepic <laughs> Communications, Justin Breen. Justin, welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, Dan, I'm excited to talk to you. I was watching, uh, before this, I was watching your video um, about uh, the honor flights honoring World War II veterans, and my father was um, 61 when I was born, and he was a World War II hero, so I'd love to talk about that if you want. If not, oh, that's fine, but uh, it really shaped my whole life and yeah, forever, you know, so... Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for referencing that. Yeah, I volunteered with uh, the Honor Flight program, co-founded a local hub, and and had some amazing, amazing conversations with amazing, with amazing humans, fantastic people. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So to to your dad uh, and to you, thank you. Um, you know, for that. My gosh, absolute honor. Yeah, I mean, it's well, you're welcome. But you know, uh, I'll thank you for <laughs> on behalf of my father. He died when I was 13. He'd be 105 now if he was alive. So I'm 40, yeah. almost 44. So right um, yeah, he's he was the man for sure. Yeah, incredible. So that had to have shaped kind of where you are today. I love that your your LinkedIn headline calls you a visionary PR entrepreneur, among other things. Um, with that <laughs> visionary and that confidence to to go out into the world and be that. Right. I would guess yeah. maybe credits to your dad a little bit, but yeah, well, I'll tell you, you know what I mean. So again, my dad was 61 when I was born. So he was shot down nine times in combat. Uh, he became an attorney in the Nuremberg trials. He also served in Korea. Mm. Um, I got a full academic scholarship to the university of Illinois. It was the Illinois war veterans Memorial scholarship fund. So you had to have a good ACT score, which I was lucky enough to get a 32. And then, and then, uh, you had to have a, uh, close family member who had uh, died, not in combat, but who had served in either World War II, Korea, or Viet- in Vietnam, and mm. had been passed away. Um, so that was my father, so I qualified for that. So I got a full academic scholarship to a Big Ten school. But um, so, yeah, my dad kept a diary of his experiences uh, fighting in the Battle of the Hurricane Forest, which was a very deadly battle toward the end of World War II. And, um, so you, you know, I watched your video about honor flights, about losing a thousand stories every day. And so that diary is my most important possession. Mm-hmm. Uh, if our house was burning and saved my wife and two young sons, uh, maybe my laptop and phone and that diary, I mean, that diary, I don't really, that diary is one of the best things ever written. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, it's just, inc- <laughs> it's incredible that he wrote that. And, uh, so I found it after he died. And uh, I write exactly like he does. Boom, 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 boom. So it's a really nice connection to have with him, even though he's no longer here. And uh, I pull, I pull the diary out every now and then, um, and it's just, it's just, it's just so well. If I ever get it published, I don't know if I will, I might, but um, it's just, 
it's incredible. So that's my dad. And then, so he was 61 when I was born and my mom was 27. So 34 year difference. So wow. my, right. While it actually happened, my whole life is while it actually happened. So yeah. Wow. Wow. is meaningless to me unless it actually happens. So, so my father was driving in his late fifties and a drunk driver went across the highway, the median on the highway, hit him head on. And uh, the drunk driver was killed instantly, but my dad survived because he you know, shot down nine times in combat. You survive something like that. He broke every bone in his body. And uh, my mom was his nurse. So my mom literally nursed him back to save his life. And uh, so most of my day is talking to the top entrepreneurs in the world, folks running, you know, seven to 10, if not 11 figure businesses. And uh, I've never met anyone in my life with more hustle than my mom ever. So you can buy an endless hustle of my mom and my dad, war hero, came from nothing, became an attorney in the Nuremberg trials, became the president of an insurance company, then here I hmm. am, visionary PR, among other things. So what, why get into the PR marketing communications world then? How did you end up into the running an agency for on, in that particular side of, of the business world? Yeah, so the formula for building a successful company is very simple. Very simple. And uh, how my brain works, um, I just hear blah, 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 and then immediately simplify and turn things into patterns. That's how my that's how my brain works. And so the formula for building a successful company is simple. As you see a problem, you create solution to problem, problem solve successful global company. So that's all I did in the PR space. I was a journalist for 20 years, and I created my entire business model based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years. So I saw a problem, created solution, problem solve successful global company. I was just annoyed with useless press releases that are useless because they didn't talk about who you are. They talk about what you do and nobody cares. Mm -hmm. And you get hundreds of those a day from people you don't know. So yeah. that's a problem. So my firm created a solution to that problem, which is very successful and it just solves the problem, period. It's funny, the, that's your journey. Mine's similar, but on a, a little bit smaller scale. I was in uh, TV news journalism for mm -hmm. not quite 10 years. Right. Same thing. Like I thought this PR world is broken. And I tried to go, instead of founding a company and doing that, I tried to join a large company in my area and it didn't work. So anyway. Um, <laughs> right. How did that work? Right. Yeah. It didn't. <laughs> that's did. the whole, right. So that's the whole. So all I hear, all I hear all day, uh, every Monday through Friday, I have five to 10 conversations with the highest performing entrepreneurs on the planet. Yeah. That's, that's most of my day. So all I hear all day is we're tired of being the best secret and we want to be in news and media at a high level to create validity and credibility for our brand. So that's all my company does. It's a bridge because it solves the problem from being the best kept secret to now you're just the best. And, uh, and I only work with uh, one type of person with three attributes in their mindset because when you have these three attributes, you can only be one to you two types of people because I'm a simplifier and I see patterns. So the attributes are visionary investment abundance, visionary abundance investment and so those three attributes you can only be one of two types of people one you're running a high six figure to ten figure business you see your family whenever you want to and you do what you like to do and what you're good at or you're going to be one of those people you're not there revenue profit wise but you will be because you have those three attributes in their mindset so there's no what do you cost or charge there's no nickel and dime nonsense there's no there's, there's none of that it's just what does an investment with you look like and so it just eliminates all noise nonsense. It just gets results for one type of person who will just make the investment and they live in abundance. They're happy to work with my firm. They love it. So for those who are working with your firm, can you share a, a success story, a favorite story of yours that shows how you took them from best kept secret to best known? Yeah, I mean, so that's a, 
You know, it's interesting. I've done over a hundred interviews uh, since my book came out, and I very rarely get that question. Um, and it, it's an interesting question because it's a landing the plane question, and I'm just flying up here. So I will answer that. You know, I've, and these are all on my website, by the way, all my firm's website, all these examples and endorsement quotes and videos and all that. One of my clients was a financial advisor. Um, shouldn't say he's a financial advisor. He's running a you know seven-figure financial advising business, global level. And, uh, and so he grew up in Africa and on the north side of Chicago, uh, very troubled childhood. Realized he didn't want to do that the rest of his life, so he became an entrepreneur, got a full scholarship to college and all that. And uh, so the stories that my firm, uh, you know, did with him and promoted, um, and these are his words, not mine, it led to 5,000, and this was at the time, 5,000 and new revenue every week. So that was, yeah. it's more of like, the, the reason why it's hard to answer that question is that companies don't hire me for that type of reason they don't they're not like they're not like roi it's not it's not about that it's just getting validity and credibility and getting intros to the right people um they just it's just not about roi sure sure what's what's a what is a big win for your clients it's not about roi or lead gen particular like that but it's about media mentions getting a story done what is a big win for one of your clients then yeah, that's again, that's an interesting question. So my clients are routinely in Forbes or Inc. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a big win for them is just they go from essentially zero media exposure to, you know, boom, 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 intro, 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 intro. And they're like, how'd you do that? And I'm like, oh, I was, I'm just in my zone of genius superpower. I'm like, I was just waiting for you to sign the contract. So <laughs> that's easy. That's <laughs> a great matter of fact answer. I love that. But it is, I mean, it is. So like, um, you know, I'm in three of the top entrepreneurial groups in the world. They're all five-figure investments to join them. Why? Because they're good investments. Nothing's a cost at the highest level, only investment. And uh, so I just, I just stay in my zone of genius, meaning what I like to do and what I'm good at. And if I'm not good at something or I don't like to do it, I don't do it. Or I just hire someone or outsource them to do it. Because why would you want to do something that you're not good at or you don't like to do? And so in terms of connecting people on a global level, and or just getting people in news at the highest level, there are very few people in the world that are better at it than I am. And, and that's not arrogance. That's just confidence. Like you said before, I'm just confident in my one or two things that I'm exceptionally world-class at. And then everything else, I just stay out of that. I'm not going to get into that lane. Yeah. Uh, stay in your lane, right? I've heard that lately. Stay in your lane, bro. All right. Um, right. So with these clients then, I mean, you talked a little bit about one of their big pain points is nobody knows us. We're the best kept secret. We want more exposure. We want validity. Um, what other pain points do you see with your clients that they're looking to solve right now? Yeah. So that's what I mean. So most entrepreneurs try to be everything for everyone. My company's one thing for one type of person. So I don't hear a lot of things and I'm a hundred percent simplifier. So that's what I hear over and over is we're tired of being the best secret. So I'll, again, like it's not crisis communications. It's not marketing gimmicks. It's not sales funnels. None of that. No, just do you want to be in news and media or not? And yeah. That's, that's all my company does. It solves that problem. Is there a difference today in, when you say news and media, is there a difference between print media versus we were on a website, they tweeted about us? Like, mm. is all of that different? Yeah, that's a good question. 
Um, that's a very good question. So I graduated college in 1999 and worked at every type of newspaper, online news site, anything you can ever imagine in media. I, I did one of those jobs from lowest level job to executive editor position. And um, so my company's about four years old. And then I wrote an international best-selling book last year. The only reason I mentioned that is that I've seen how media has evolved from a first-hand perspective because I've done well over 100 interviews since that book came out. And so podcasts are replacing mainstream media in terms of relevance and importance for three reasons. Why? Because I simplify everything and I see it over and over the same thing. And again, so like Inc. has done big articles on me, Forbes, that's fine, great. Most of it's just ego and vanity, okay? So podcasts are replacing mainstream media. Why? For three reasons. One, the host is an entrepreneur, not a journalist. So they're coming from a place of abundance, not scarcity. I'm an entrepreneur who happens to be a journalist. I'm not a journalist who's a journalist. There's a very big difference between a business journalist who's trying to save her or his job and coming from a place of scarcity and doing a drive-by interview with someone as opposed to an entrepreneur who happens to host a podcast and they're coming from a place of abundance and visionary and investment. Okay, so that's one. Two, you can do a deep dive on someone, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. So you really get to know the guest and the host, um, but the guest for sure. So it's not a drive-by interview. It's not a three-minute TV interview. You were in TV, you know how fast those go. You don't really say anything in those interviews. And then a radio interview might be 10 minutes, okay? So there's that. So you really get to know someone. Three, this is the most important. The audience might not be as large quantity-wise, but it's a far more qualified audience. For the most part, a normal person isn't going to listen to us talk. I wouldn't think a normal person is listening to this, but a high-level entrepreneur might be. And so, because I simplify and see patterns, all podcasts are... are transformational and transactional platform for entrepreneurs. That's what, that's what they're. Yeah. So you would, with your clients, do you push them into podcasts then in addition to all the other stuff? Like you focus on, Oh, of course. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. So half the intros I, I make for my clients are, you know, you know, there's seven to 10 figure business owners who happen to host podcasts. Yeah. That's what I mean. So that's, that's how, that's what I mean. Podcasts are replacing mainstream media. And so not only is the media, not only is the interview great, but you're expanding your connectivity at a very high level very quickly, very, very yeah. quickly to the right people, to the right people, not someone who's going to waste your time to a very high level entrepreneur. Oh, by the way, host a podcast. Yeah. And it's, it, it is amazing how the, the media landscape has changed. And I can remember back in 2000. It's evolution. Right. Like back in 2003, 2004, I'm tweeting at the TV station, getting in trouble for being on Twitter. And yet then two years later, they're like requiring people to be on Twitter when they necessarily shouldn't necessarily be there. So um, always, always changing. So you mentioned your book. Um, I'd love to make sure that the audience can find your book, find your website, find you. Uh, where is all of that, Justin? Yeah, so I appreciate that. A lot of people write books and there's no meaning behind it. I actually don't like to talk a lot at all unless someone asks me questions or I'm doing an interview like this. So um, so I'm happy to talk about the book because people are like, how did you build a global company in four years with zero business background that only works with the best people on the planet? I'm like, well, this is how I did it. Um, and so the book's called Epic Business. Um, and a lot of people write books and there's no meaning behind it because they're meaningless. So uh, the book I wrote, uh, Chris Voss, who wrote Never Split the Difference, did the foreword. So anyone who knows anything about anything has read Never Split the Difference or knows who Chris Voss is. And then it's an international bestseller in six countries, number one for entrepreneurship in the U.S. Great book, and by the way. My 
Yeah, right, right. That's what I mean. People write books and they're meaningless. That's because there's no meaning behind it. If I do yeah. something, it has to be up here. Otherwise, there's no reason to do it. So, um, so when my company was 30 months old, which was October 16th, 2019, um, I posted a list of 30 things I had learned in the company's first 30 months from the top entrepreneurs in the world. And at the time, I think I had 35,000 followers on social media. And uh, people are like, you have to write a book, you have to write a book, you have to write a book. People were printing out the list because it was pre-COVID and they were bringing that list to meetings. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll write a book. So signed with the top micro-publisher, one of the top micro-publishers in the United States. Again, Chris Foster, the forward, and wrote the book in 43 days. And just like my dad's diary, each chapter, boom, 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 just boom, just no fluff, garbage, yeah. just this is it. Just get it done. Uh, so where can... Where can listeners find that and find the, your company, Brepic Communications, and everything else? Yeah, sure. Uh, the books anywhere. I mean, it's Amazon, <laughs> Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Walmart, Target, all that. Um, Good. And then my company's called Brepic and uh, BrepicLLC.com. But uh, best way to find me is on LinkedIn. I have over 25,000 followers there. So Justin Brina, LinkedIn. B-R-E-E-N, Justin Breen on LinkedIn. Very good. Um, so Justin, here's my my big my big last question for you. Um, and I gotta believe, like you, you've been out of the box for me in this interview, which I've really appreciated. Um, is there anything that yeah, you've I don't learned live over... in a box, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's good, it's good. Um yeah. so let's talk a little bit of a little bit of advice, counterintuitive advice that you've heard over the years or learned that that again seems counterintuitive but really works. Yeah, so my dad died when I was 13, and he lived just long enough for this advice to sink in. If um, if I had only been 10, I don't think it would have sunk in. But So he always said the cream rises to the top, the cream rises to the top. So I didn't understand what that meant, but now I understand because I only work with the cream that's risen to the top of the folks that will make the investment to get there. At the highest level, there are no excuses, only investment. So if someone makes an excuse, I go, no excuses. No excuses, only investment. And so all, all directness does is weed out nonsense and attracts greatness. So why am I so direct? Because my father was, you, you don't make any excuses. You just make the investment. My mom, biggest hustler I've ever met in my life. No excuses, only investment. So and the cream rises to the top. So very thankful that my dad wrote that diary, uh, lived after being shot down nine times, survived two near fatal car accidents and met my mom. And here I am. So I'm very thankful for that. And then he gave me that advice. Cream rises to the top. Right. Justin, thank you so much for being a part of Agency Rockstars uh, and for being just a rock star in the world, man. Do really appreciate you being on the show. Thanks, man. I really appreciate the great questions. Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon.